Welcome to the Trust the Truth podcast with Jeff Dawkins, where the pursuit of truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth is chased down. The integrity within our society is degrading day by day, with headline-grabbing exaggerations driving the narrative. All that's about to change. Here's your host, Jeff Dawkins. Welcome to Trust the Truth with Jeff Dawkins. This is where we inspire people by enriching the commitment to truth and integrity in their lives. Follow me on Twitter at Noble Courage Now and subscribe for free at jeffdawkins.substack.com to get access to the library articles I've written on the foundation of truth. Get connected with a tribe of courageous leaders taking stands for truth wherever we can. Well, in this episode, I look at how the Biden presidency has once again tried to dazzle the country with his brilliance, as he made public through a puppet how he's going to oversee saving the planet by crippling our military. And I can't help but comment on what ends up being a carnival for quotes when listening to Joy Behar on The View about police tactics. And my favorite magician, Governor Jay Inslee, is reaching deep into the top hat to pull a rabbit out by turning good people's lives into complete ruin. He's back at it again, folks. This brings us to our integrity tip of the week. Serve others as more important than yourself. Well, how should that look? Well, let's see. I can tell you how it doesn't look. For starters, taking the last piece of cake when your kids want it is selfish. And cutting someone off at the grocery store to get a good parking spot is selfish. Buying your 10th Starbucks in five days as you blow by the homeless mom asking for a dollar is selfish. These things and more demonstrate a penchant for doing whatever makes you happy in the moment, but they don't hurt people directly. The same cannot be said from my favorite entertainment act, Inslee the Great, as he approved, out of nothing, a law designed to help our country race toward complete totalitarianism. Listen to this. Reported by the Daily Signal first, Senate Bill 5599, authored by Senator Marco Leas, a Democrat, says, quote, This allows licensed shelters to contact the Department of Children, Youth, and Families in lieu of parents in certain additional instances, like when a young person is seeking reproductive health services or gender-affirming care. So if your minor child is interested in changing their God-ordained gender or having an abortion, and you disagree as the parent and responsible authority in that child's life, well, the state can now move in and take custody of the child and replace you as the parental figure. Are you kidding me? I mean, a few weeks back, I contacted a couple of kids, a 15 and 16-year-old, who were caught vaping marijuana wax. They said they were transient and just living on the street the best way they could. Well, turns out they actually were just runaway juveniles. And when I found out, I had their parents come and pick them up. But in the state of Washington now, these two examples of misunderstood runaway youth could be detained by cops for the same issue. Although, as I recall, there are actual drug barns where you can buy cocaine, crack cocaine, meth, and fentanyl openly, so it probably wouldn't even be a crime. But these kids could claim they're just trying to live as they feel they need to be by changing their gender. And the officers now are required, required, to call the Department of Children, Youth, and Families to come pick them up, and not the parents. And the parents wouldn't even get a phone call. So Inslee the Great is pulling his next great disappearing act. 
take families and parents who are trying to lead and protect their children and ta-da, make them disappear to be replaced by thunderous applause with a state agency who can help them fill out their hormone therapy injection paperwork or pre-screening for their abortion. Great. I wonder what this lunatic's going to approve next. Nero in Rome would probably be uber impressed with what's going on, as even though he torched half of Rome after a drunken sex party, old Nero himself is probably looking at Inslee the Great and saying, wow, that's a bit far, bro. Well, who does this law serve and why? Paul writes in Philippians 2 that we all are to do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not look merely out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. So how does stepping in front of the moral, ethical, and legal authority given to parents to raise their children in a healthy home treat the kids or parents as more important than the need to appease the woke mob for political gain? I don't want this to happen, but when it does, families will have a Supreme Court setting the precedent for all of us down the road. Moving along to this week's Truth Over Lies segment. This episode's Truth Over Lies segment focuses on two areas. First, the ringleader of the Biden circus himself exercises executive action through his circus clown, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. DeRoy Murdoch, a contributing editor with National Review Online, gave his opinion on what's going on recently. So on Earth Day 2022, the president charted a visionary path forward to reduce our country's carbon footprint and save the planet by saying all Pentagon vehicles were to be electric by 2030. Granholm just reiterated that plan, and the administration is driving ahead if they can find a charging station. Biden said, quote, We're going to start the process where every vehicle in the United States military, every vehicle, is going to be climate-friendly, every vehicle, end quote. This is April 22nd last year. Granholm recently was asked if this was really feasible in a Senate hearing and affirmed, quote, I do and I think we can get there, end quote. How about this? Every actual expert on military tactics has come out against this initiative. Comments from the highest level of the military to the administration include asking why, if China is our number one military adversary, why we would ever go electric when most of our country's electric vehicle supply chain comes from, you guessed it, China. And there are the near impossible questions to answer, such as, where do you plug in a tank or Humvee in the desert, Arctic, or jungle when you're low on juice? Or if these Think Green charging stations existed, how could you protect them from being destroyed? Or when on an offensive, would our troops need to stop for an hour to fast charge? Or would they have to do twice daily? Or how does that work? Ha, wait, I hear you say, a light bulb of an idea is here. Let's run a leaflet bombing campaign first to our enemies with pictures of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez holding a clump of grass, flexing her bicep, no, she doesn't want to date you, instead of Rosie the Riveter, demanding that the enemies fight only to save our planet first, so that we can continue to fight to obliterate each other after armed with environmentally sound uranium-depleted shells and full metal jacket bullets. I feel like the presidential cabinet meetings must center around a randy game of boggle to figure out how to dismantle our country from month to month instead of actual real conversations taking place. Scripture parrots this in leadership when King Solomon dies in 931 BC and the kingdom was on the verge of dividing. 
When Solomon's son, Rehoboam, took power, he sought advice from the wise people who advised the wisest man who ever lived, his father Solomon. It's worth noting that even Solomon, in humility, had godly advisors from whom he took counsel as he served other people's needs as more important than his own. Well, those advisors told Rehoboam to help the people and to treat the people kindly. But Rehoboam didn't like that, so he got advice from his friends, those friends who advised him to treat the people more viciously than ever to serve him and them. And Jeroboam led the people away and the kingdom divided. If the Biden presidency continues to light the way forward in this manner, listening to political action committees instead of helping the citizen, then I'll drop a prediction right now and say lightning will not strike twice in 2024. Biden will lose to a qualified candidate not suffering from dementia. And that person will be the spark to recharge us where we need to be. So second in this segment, Joy Behar. Joy makes me smile, if not just for the word, then because I get the privilege to speak and write about courageous nobility and integrity. And really all I need to do is let her wake up, have her soy milk chai latte, and start talking. And I have a gold mine of information to train truth into people from as what not to do. Just days ago, this tactician said on The View she couldn't understand why police didn't just shoot an attacker's leg and said in a deadly force encounter as opposed to shooting them in the head. So I'll just let that resonate with you for a second. My friend and mentor, Dr. Travis Yates, and an unbelievably high amount of others who actually shoot guns, fight crime, and give their life to keep people like Behar safe, have extensively written to the civilian world why police train center mass shot placement to stop a threat versus random appendage wounding, so I won't remake their arguments. But here's why this is even worth mentioning versus just keeping her comments in the comedy routine of The View. People listen to her and believe this. They still actually do. So let me add a different perspective. I read in the Old Testament story after story of God's people conquering and eradicating entire civilization groups. They were commanded in one instance with King Saul not to leave man, woman, child, or even animal alive. King David, who followed after Saul, was praised as a man after God's own heart, and he was one of the most prolific, violent warriors ever. So I want you to think about how funny it would be to replay David versus Goliath in 1 Samuel 17, according to the Gospel of Behar, this way. And David reached in his pouch, slung a stone, and let it fly with the ferocity and authority of the Lord into Goliath's calf muscle, making him yell on pain, rub his charley horse for a second, and then charge David to kill him with a five-foot sword. The entire landscape in Europe would be Arab-speaking today in Behar's view. To sum up, Biden wants to eliminate fossil fuel poisons by making our entire strategic military defense and vehicles run on static electricity, and Behar and her comedy club want to arm police officers with Nerf guns to deter violence from oozy-toting 17-year-olds affirmed by Inslee the Great's transgender hormone therapy given without parental consent. What could possibly go wrong? Keep your feet planted on the solid ground of reality, people. Stop defunding police departments who have officers 
living day by day to serve other people as more important than themselves. Complete strangers. Stop listening to people like Bill Gates lecture you on how horrible your carbon footprint is from his $173 million home as he travels to the island of Davos on his luxury jet powered by fossil fuel and vote out of office the squad anchored by AOC. She doesn't want to date you anyway. Join me next episode for more Truth Talk with J-Doc. And until then, stand your ground, challenge the lies, and trust the truth.